Welcome everybody, crowded night uh, to the Canton, uh, Canton Conservation Commission meeting for August 24th. Um, I am the vice chairman, not the chairman, um, so no need to call me the chairman. This is very temporary, I assure you. Josh, our normal chairman, is not here tonight, so I'll do my best to fill his shoes. Um, minutes approval is first. We have enough, it looks like, for approval if the commission is so inclined for July 13th. Any questions, comments on any of those? I guess, right, the you came in, I'd like right. to make a motion that we accept the minutes of July 13th as written. Thank Robin again. Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Motion carries. There are more minutes, but we can't do that tonight, right, Regan? Yes, you do not perform for the August 10th minutes. Okay. Uh, Public hearings. First up, wetland requests uh, for determination of applicability. 293 York Street, storm drain easement, town of Canton, parcel 103-30, RVA 127-22, for the repair and replacement of storm drain discharge system within 100 feet of bordering vegetated wetland. Anybody here for the town? Yep, Easter. That's all I see here.
my question is how do we rectify the outstanding old permit? So you want the applicant to come for an amendment to their permit? I'm asking how, you know, I'm hoping that this board um, recognizing that something was done improperly would want to fix it and I'm asking. I think this is how we're fixing it. We're coming for the proper you, permit to do You want us to close three. that one, two, three, three? Is that what you, would that, is that? We can't. No, okay. No, we can't. Procedurally, we can't. We cannot, okay. unless they request an, um, it was not appealed. So unless it was appealed, it's yeah, valid that's my, that's my valid so to the expiration date. But is it moot now? It most definitely, excuse me, man. Yeah, of course. I mean, just that, that was my, the point of my original question was, you know, is it sufficiently related to the application that's before us tonight? Because if it's something that was applied for and granted with a different applicant who's not even here at the moment, I don't know that we have an answer as to how we go back in time and change something that's already been committed, except to emphasize what Ms. Milani has already said, which is, as a practical matter, it's this cures it. But I don't know, without that applicant here, uh, yeah, I don't know how we go back and and, and change something that's already happened yeah. and committed, permitted and approved, other than to say, as far as we can tell, it's it's mooted by what's actually going to happen. Um, I suppose, in theory, we could write a letter and ask them to come uh, in a period. I don't know whether they will or not. Uh, but that, that ship has sailed, so to speak. Uh, well, most definitely, I didn't appeal. Um, I believed I was in a butter and learned that I was much more than that. Um, and um, I found that to be uh, both distressing and, um, and wrong. Um, so, which is why uh, I have no problem with what the notice of determination, um, but don't know how it would be fixed but it would seem to me that it's a wrong that should be fixed. Um, it, it wasn't appealed. You know, it could be as if, you know, I submitted an application involving your home and a board and, and didn't, um, and a decision was made about your property by your neighbor. Um, I'm just asking um, how, and maybe the answer is um, nothing. Um, and we'll go forward with a new action and keep that open and not do anything about it, or maybe it isn't. Yeah. I don't that, know. That, that's my thought. I mean, there, there may be nothing that we can do, and I, I can't give you legal advice and you might want to speak with somebody about what you do in a situation where this happens, maybe some kind of private action, but as a board dealing with the situation with that we find ourselves in right now, I don't know if there's a lot that, that we can do, but I saw Mr. Aspinall had his hand up. The, the, the issuance of the certificate of compliance once that the project is done, make that go away. It's a practical matter, right? Yes, but, but I don't know, it's so I think the point Ms. Sheps has is that procedurally, we did not, she did not sign the application, but in um, the idea was that the commission permitted work on her property. So procedurally, during when that permit was issued, the correct procedure was not followed. Um, but we'll just try not to make that mistake again. Um, I think that's the only instance I'm aware of in four years that that has happened. And so it was an error and, you know, we always need to say sorry and then, and then, you know, go back and correct it through issuing a permit that's actually in the easement. And file a certificate of compliance. So it's not in the chain of title for 293 York Street, so it doesn't burden the title of the property. Um, so, because it was not listed in the permit, so the, when the project to build the house is completed, 
that applicant is required to come for a certificate of compliance, and once that is issued, they record that at the registry of deeds, and then that reduces the burden of the property. But they're not required by the commission to put the pipe in. You know, they're permitted to put the, the pipe in at the, at the time, but now the pipe is going to be put in by the town. Does that make sense? It makes quite a bit of sense. Uh, I was hopeful that uh, I understand what's being said. I was hopeful that there would be um, <coughs> something to correct an error that perhaps I wasn't aware of. But it seems like uh, the decision will be to just let it ride until um, until the person that uh, the people that authorized um, work on my property um, feel that it's appropriate to approve a compliance. Correct? Yeah, I think so. If I'm understanding, I mean, it was a, it was a project that was approved and whether or not it shouldn't have been it's not going to happen the town is going to do it and that's as a practical matter that that wipes it out even though it doesn't by its this permit won't by its language change what has already happened it will as a practical matter eviscerated and nullified there won't be anything left to do thank you for your courtesy thank you for coming at least this correct Yes. The problem at hand. Right. Any other comments, questions? Any other letters, comments, questions? All right, then, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to close the public hearing for 293 York Street Drain Easton, RDA file number 127-22. Second motion. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Aye. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to issue a negative three determination for 293 York Street Drain Easement, RDA file number 127-22. Second the motion. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Anybody opposed? That's unanimous. All set. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Next up, wetland requests for determination of applicability, 99 Pleasant Garden Road, Wapata Country Club. John Blossa, parcel 77-1, RDA 128-22, removing existing underground fuel storage tank, installation of an above-ground fuel storage tank within 100 feet of bordering vegetated wetland. Are we expecting anybody for the, from the club? Uh, um, so, Frank, Lacarelli? Yes, he is doing the work. He offered to drive all the way here from someplace far down the Cape. Um, I didn't think it was necessary for him necessarily. It's a simple project. The, they have um, some um, underground fuel storage tanks that are going to be removed. Um, they're old, so they're just upgrading, and they're Right next to it, they're putting in a above-ground um, storage tank that's going to be double-walled with something underneath to be able to collect the fuel. It's about 70 feet away from the wetland, and they're going to use erosion control. Is this something that the fire department has gotten involved with? The fire department, yep, all of the appropriate parties have been notified, and I think you're the last people to issue a permit for them to go ahead and do the work. Seems straightforward to me. Commissioners, any questions or comments? Any letters here want to be heard on this matter? No? Nobody wants to talk about it? Lonely project that nobody wants to talk about. That's how straightforward it does come. Yeah. All right, then, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to close the public hearing for 99 Pleasant Garden Road, RCLI D number 77-1, RDA file number 128-22. Second the motion. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Motion carries. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to issue a negative three determination for 99 Pleasant Garden Road, parcel ID number 77-1, RDA file number 128-22. Second the motion. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Motion carries. 
All right, moving on. Uh, what the notice of intent to Westdale Terrace, Bogdan Fijil, I believe. Fijil? Parcel. Easy for you to say. 105-22 DEP 124 <clears throat> The installation of solar ground mount system within the 30-foot no disturbance zone and 100 feet of bordering vegetated wetland. This is Morgan, the homeowner. My name is Thomas, uh, vice chairman and the rest of the board. Uh, I'm from Devlin Contracting, a solar company that has done an alternatives analysis for the property. And during that, alternatives analysis, we found that it would require major deforestation to provide the home with the accurate needs that the whole parcel would need for its energy evaluation. Uh, one in six homeowners in the entire country can't really afford their bills, but you know, as rising utility costs, this is a project that the homeowners are very passionate about engaging in renewable energy. So uh, we engaged in the alternative and we found that this you know, fortunate piece of land is one of the best places for solar exposure on the property. Uh, we're proposing to install a helical pile ground-mounted system that will minimally impact the foundations of the area and the uh, site plan we have here. Would you guys like me to step up and present anything or just continue? Um, just a quick summary, I think would be good. Okay, so uh, to further expand, we have the array perimeter that's actually engaged within the 30-foot boundary, but no actual foundations are in that 30-foot boundary. We are proposing to use erosion control and straw model in any of the areas. And then, of course, you know, solar energy is not wireless energy, so it requires a minimally drawn electrical trench that is a you know, minimal impact, six inch wide by 24 inches deep run back that will also be outside of the 30-foot boundary but it is within the 100-foot boundary of an existing man-made pond that was built in 1950-something, 50-something, that has now been deemed wetlands. Uh, so that's the project that we're up against, and we're you know, asking for permission to uh, accept the renewable energy goals of the Bogdan household. Perfect, thank you. Um, Bogdan, how do you pronounce your last name? Fijel is fine, Fijel is as well. If you can remember Fiegel, that's absolutely fine. Right. Okay, I apologize. No, 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 just ask him. <laughs> I just ran into Polish as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Projects take on all the So, if you see there, you can see on this plan that the rot um, for the pond is the, the green. And then, so they're putting the solar, it's like a, um... Is that helpful? Yeah. And, um, so it's just kind of right in, there's like a little indent into the pond, and they're putting this, the solar panels right in there, which is why I require an apartment. But the big area that's sort of shaped like a... There's like a peninsula that was some, at eight. some point built up over time. Yeah, and it's nothing this, to do with his yeah, parcel real estate. As Thomas was mentioning, this is man-made point, and it was made for the pleasure pond for children, I presume. So it has an island and peninsula. It had actually two islands, the other island disappeared basically in time. But it was made for the Robinson family kind of adventure in a sense. <laughs> and that's what we have right now. So there's the small peninsula and and this is the perfect place because of an exposure for placing solar panels. Great. Okay. Any other comments? That's it. It is, um, you know, it is connected to the bordering vegetative wetland at the far end of the pond, so it's not isolated. It is, um, you know, connected. Um, otherwise, you know, it, it would have to be investigated for ILSF, but otherwise it's it's a connected pond, and so it's bank and land under water bodies and waterways. But I think it's it's fine. Any questions, comments? 
Any abutters here want to speak about this project? Hearing none. If not, then, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to issue a variance for permanent work in the 30 foot no disturbed zone for 2 Westdale Terrace, parcel ID number 105 22, DEP file number 124 1318. Second the motion. All in favor. Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Motion carries. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to close the public hearing for 2 Westdale Terrace. Parcel ID number 105-22, DEP file number 124-1318. Second motion. All in favor. Aye. Aye. opposed? That motion carries as well. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to issue an order of conditions for 2 Westdale Terrace. Parcel ID number 104-22, DEP file number 124-1318. Second that motion. All in favor. Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Question carries. All set. Thank you for coming. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Good luck with your project. Appreciate it. Next up, Wetland Notice of Intent, 1177R Pleasant Street. Paul Feldman, that's an easier name to pronounce. Uh, parcel 74 5, DEP 124 1317. This is for the construction of a three lot subdivision in an upland area, including utilities grading and storm water management systems within 100 feet of bordering vegetative wetland. Can you hear from Mr. Feldman? Yes. Yes, of course. Thank you. Mr. Uh, Vice Chairman. Thank you. You don't want the chair. You don't want the chair. I don't want the job. It doesn't pay enough. Thank you, Mr. Boyd. Very quickly, my name is Richard Stady. And, you know, I'm the attorney representing the client. <clears throat> With me this evening is Tim Power from PBI Site Design, who's going to be doing the bulk of the speaking tonight. Also with us from South Shore Development is Paul Feldman. I believe that is all we have is Ryan, his, his son is also involved. As mentioned, uh, this is a proposed uh, three lot uh, subdivision. Uh, it's about five acres of upland on the 20 acre site. Uh, the name, by the way, is what it is right now. We're working with the 911 committee. That will be changed at a later date, so that will make it an interest to safety. They won't be looking for something on Pleasant Street. Uh, we went to the planning board already. We started that process in terms of getting formal approval of the town. We appeared before them last week. That hearing went well. We have continued over to September 7th. Now this is our first uh, appearance before you see me. Uh, we've been working along the way with the neighbors. I see some of them here tonight who've been very supportive. We've also always had input from different town officials, including Chief Duty and uh, Commissioner Walsh, as well as our agent. And we appreciate all the help and input. Uh, we have submitted as part of the record uh, stormwater management plan and operation and maintenance plan. I do understand, based on Mr. Houston's comments, that we're making some revisions to that. And again, I'll let Tim address that. But uh, essentially, what this project uh, is going to be using is uh, we're going to use a low impact design and we're going to use best management practices such as swales, rain gardens, and infiltration basins to mitigate changes to stormwater quantity and quality. Uh, I think it's going to be a good project for the town. It definitely addresses the housing shortage. It's only three lots. It's minimal impact, and I think it's well designed. With that, with your permission, if I could turn it over to Tim to give you a quick thing to go once over, likely on it, Stephen. Terrific. Thank you, Mr. State. Tim. Great. Again, Tim Power with the guys like design, civil engineer, Massachusetts. So we're obviously here for notice of intents to do work. Uh, within the Lionwood buffer zone of a bordered vegetated wetlands. Um, as part of that, on property, uh, if you're familiar with the image here, this is Wardwell Road. Uh, property does touch Pleasant Street um, further away, which is where the address comes from, but really the access is off of Wardwell Road, uh, which is why I've been referring to it as Wardwell Subdivision. Uh, most of the property uh, is um, it's almost 20 acres. It uh, goes way off the page here. This is all wet. Uh, there's an intermittent stream back here somewhere. There's flood zone. Uh, all of the developments take place well inside of that in, uh, in the uplands. Uh, three lots, about uh, one, uh, one to two acres each, except for lot two, which also contains all the wetlands, but the upland portion you can see here is about comparable to the other ones. So uh, upland areas is surrounded by boarding vegetative wetland here, comes around here. There is a certified vernal pool on this corner. 
Uh, we've shown the 100 foot offset um, habitat area around that for a whole year as well. Uh, we have stayed uh, away from that. Uh, we'll be doing any tree clearing in that, uh, really, and all our stormwater is really directed uh, away, other than maybe some incidental overland flow from uh, a backyard. But no impervious areas are intended to go towards that. We really try to protect that habitat um, uh, as part of this project. As Richard said, uh, the stormwater uh, design, the regulations in town really push for a low impact design. Uh, so that's what we uh, try to accomplish here. Uh, Wardwell is higher, this all grades down, uh, down here on our access point to a level cul-de-sac. Uh, we're proposing a series of three just curb cuts into grass swales. Uh, so these will be just uh, grass uh, swales that provide some level of pretreatment uh, that then will eventually connect uh, either through uh, a short culvert uh, here and then here on the driveway uh, or directly uh, from the swale into a larger infiltration basin. <clears throat> uh, it's designed to control stormwater and meet the stormwater standards for quality and, uh, and quantity. Uh, also in the regulations is uh, the use of rain gardens for uh, roof runoff for each house, so each lot uh, has a rain garden shown uh, and detailed. Uh, Downspouts will connect underground and go will be directed to the rain garden uh, that will then overflow to a nearby uh, swale there. So really no um, really minimal uh, hard infrastructure. Uh, a couple culverts to cross the driveway, and one because of a steep drop. Uh, we wanted to drop the water and go so we didn't have too much velocity coming down that hill. Uh, it's there. Um, other information, although not totally applicable to conservation, the utilities will all come from Wardwell. Uh, they'll go off the road and be and included in right away. Uh, you can see our profile here as well. Uh, so from a conservation perspective, uh, those are the details of the wetlands and the stormwater. I'm happy to go into more detail and more questions. We spent too much time. Uh, we did get a peer review as part of the uh, planning work process with PSC. Uh, very detailed comments as usual, uh, but nothing that really impacted the design intent or approach. We just asked for some more details, some more sections, uh, a couple more test pits in our infiltration basin to confirm soil types uh, throughout um, and some additional details. So uh, we're working on those changes now. Uh, we tend to revise the plan so that you and the planning board have the same set at each time. That way there's not multiple sets flying back and forth. So hope to collect any other comments, thoughts from the commission tonight. We can incorporate that into our changes and, and, uh, and come back for Thank you, John. Yeah. Um, project of this magnitude would be our normal practice as well for for a peer review, although magnitude aside, I don't think this has the level of complexity of some of the other ones that we've had peer review. So I don't think that it's going to be particularly expensive uh, in terms of what we've seen on other projects that are more complex and even a larger scale. Um, Regan, your, your thoughts? Well, I think Tom's already reviewing stormwater as part of his planning board. Um, you know, he's doing the commission's the stormwater bylaw, the stormwater, the state standards, so he's reviewing for all of that. Um, and it's just whether the commission feels the need to escrow some funds to have him come and present his review at the meeting, or if you're comfortable with him just emailing that he's comfortable with the project or not. Um, so there's some quoted figures in there. Um, if you want him to come provide a memo and come to a meeting, it would be $950. If you're comfortable with him and I, you know, going back and forth and him signing off at the end that it meets the standards and my reviewing that, then he said that there will be no charge. Um, so that's up to the, the board to decide. Um, I, if you want to escrow some funds or not for the period. Yeah. I do want to escrow some funds, but I don't, I see no need and, and I'm happy to open this up for some debate if there are differences of opinion from the other commissioners, but I don't see any need for Mr. Houston to be here presenting in person with a formal memo that seems to me to be um, a situation given a, uh, I don't want to say lack of complexity, but the, uh, less complexity than we've normally seen. An, an email from Mr. Houston that we could review and put into the public record or read into it, I think would be 
can't pull the safety out of there. A couple of hundred bucks. So, but what, but what do you all think? You know about that? Happy to discuss if there's a difference of opinion about that. I'm not clear on um, if we escrow, are we finishing it up tonight, or either way, is it getting continued? Either way, it's getting continued. Yeah, because he is reviewing the storm water. So we should get so that's we're going to continue, we can wait for the results, right? Yes, so, but so. We, if you escrow the funds, then we have to get a check, we deposit that, and then we would pay any invoices that he has. So you'd have to vote for that tonight and then continue the meeting. So the you would want to vote for that at a later date. Or but just the, just the uh, written memo without Tom coming. Just an email as yeah. opposed to Tom coming with a written formal memo. I, I think what I'd love to see is the information. I don't care to try to have the applicant pay double the price so that I can get it on stock paper and have him come here and tell me. It's a, maybe I'm just reading an email, no charge. Is what yeah, so, right? so he can just send us an email, email saying everything's resolved, yeah. then it will oh, be up to yeah, the yeah, understanding yeah, correctly. That's, that's why I was yes, if we need a mailbox, oh, it's yeah, the low price sorry. of 5 Thank you. No, I was misunderstanding. Oh, All right, I thought you still wanted it, Mr. Chairman. No, 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 no. My apologies. I interpreted the issue to be one of a difference in price, not a price versus no fee at all. No, I'm, I'm comfortable with an email from Mr. Houston okay. describing the issues, if any, or the full satisfaction of our standards uh, with no extra charge. Yeah, especially when we won't be issuing anything until we hear from right. him, so that we still have right. control. So my, just my continuation tonight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I just want to add, he, he's reviewed this already, and we have received comments of Forty-five someone comments he gave, which uh, if it comes across your desk to be planning more process. It does. I've, so, I've seen it, and, and I'm happy to put it in the official commission file. Uh, it's already, it's already there. Official yeah. commission file. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, our plan is in your office. Uh, he copies me on everything, yeah. thankfully. Yeah. So we try, and you know, in the past, I was you know, the planning board used to have one reviewer, and conservation used to have one reviewer, and they didn't agree. But at least now we use the same entity. So. They agree with themselves, hopefully. So, um, but yeah. So I, I um, my only, yeah, I just wanted to point out that that um, certified ground pool is one that we paid to, to have certified. It's on our commission-owned land, yeah. um, right there. And um, you know, is obviously with the operations and maintenance at the end because all of the stormwater for the subdivision is going to be on multiple different properties. It would be ensuring that we have access for it and that the homeowners know what those facilities are when they buy the property and they can't fill it in or something like that. Um, and then the, the work does go to the 30 foot in some areas. So um, having that, those markers put out um, and then adding the, um, there's a perennial stream that was um, deemed when the um, Beaver Meadow subdivision went in, um, it was, deemed by the state as intermittent because of the size of the watershed, but it does flow year-round, and so I've asked them to add that approximate location. They don't need to flag the bank, but add that to the site plan. I think we found it on GIS up here. Is that enough? Yeah, it's, perfect. it's actually right here. So it should, it's, it flows right here. Okay. okay. Yeah, because it's not far from this, okay. from this line from here. So, yeah. Any of you guys in, in need of something more than an email from Mr. Houston? Need him, need him to come, need a formal memo? Generally, no. Just out of curiosity, what would the would the information be different other than a structured email? I mean, sorry, memo versus an email? I mean, give us the same information, I would assume. Yeah. So usually with the planning board, not necessarily all items are re resolved in the review because Mr. Houston already attends all of their meetings, so he'll verbally discuss things with the planning board, and then the planning board will vote to make a positive or not recommendation to the Zoning Board of Appeals, and then the Zoning Board are the ones who make, you know, make actual decisions. But with us, you know, for the file, you know, since you are the stormwater authority, as far as stormwater issues go, I usually, recommend to you that you have a formal letter indicating that all stormwater items are resolved um, in the file. Or email. But by email, <laughs> I also will put in the findings and in the memo, you know, the, an email saying that they're resolved. Thank you. 
So we will handle this by email. Yes. Go, go ahead. He doesn't always want to do it by email, but I think he's also very busy right now. I kind of feel a little bit like the stepchild because I, I barely get responses from him right now because he's so busy. But uh, So I think that's why he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll do it by email because he's he's very busy. Okay. Hey, Mr. Sneedy, and then I want to open up to see whether there's any advice for anything. Just to make sure we appreciate your courtesy to our client. We do. Uh, so we, we are scheduled to go back September 7th. We're optimistic we're going to be answering uh, most, if not all, of his comments and to kind of move this along quickly. So uh, we'll talk about the date, but I understand what you're looking for that is an email from Mr. Houston right. on this phone call, which we're going to be addressing. Correct. I don't Correct. They went in your conversations with him in case he doesn't watch us on television. Okay. You can let him know that we're not expecting a formal memo or an in-person appearance. Agreed. 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 I thought the whole town watched. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just, so we do need all of stormwater items resolved. Right. So, you know, you'll respond to his review. Right. And then he'll respond to the that's review. Right. And depending on if it needs another response, sometimes we, Hybrid Energy Drive is about to come back and continuing that for uh, a while now for Mr. Yeah, since, you know, um, June for the review, but hopefully this won't take that long. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Totally understand. So, in our next meeting is September 14th. Are there others here who'd like to be heard about this project? Have any questions or comments? Go ahead. Just just say your name and your address for the record, yeah, sir. My name is My name is Richard Trottle. I am at 41 Well Road. I'm on the left hand side of the access road there. I wasn't going to say anything, but this is kind of comical to me, but, you know, as humans, we name everything. And, you know, if there's a speck up in the galaxy, we'll, you know, we'll name it, and if there's a speck in our, in our bodies, we can, you know, we'll call it something. But nobody ever named the book that's back there. Like I mentioned that it's on the left-hand side there. I just find that hard that the book isn't named. Um, you know, even Meadowbrook, which is farther north, obviously has a name. I, I was looking for it on maps online, and it doesn't show up. Even Google Earth, because there's so many trees, can't find, can't find, you know, can't locate it. I don't know how new people would do that, or they would, if they're going to put it on a map. But um, that's just my comment that it doesn't affect these people. But I'm all for it. The, the project. Uh, uh, I would like to have that inside uh, my house. But um, just a strange thing that we don't have a name book. Uh, What's your last name, sir? Trotter. It's spelled T R O T T O. Trotter Brook. With this application, how about Trotter Brook? I was thinking of calling it Perennial Brook and call it Perennial Brook Road. <laughs> there you go. But that's my comment. It, it is an interesting point, and I don't know that we have a good answer. It's a name, and it doesn't show up on a map, so like I don't know if it's uh, part of the Neponset watershed, if, you know, if that's where it ends up, I have no clue. It is. Yeah. It's part of the Neponset River well, watershed. Well, yes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's my comment. Right. I, uh, uh, I'm all for the project and looking forward to its completion. Thank you, Mr. Thank, Thank you. We appreciate you coming and for your coming. I good evening, Stephen Connolly, 11 Carey Circle in Canton. I'm also a member of the Board of Directors of the Irish Cultural Center and one of the others. We appreciate that the developers you know, came to us and with us, showed us what they were doing. We believe it to be a very reasonable project and, and we support the project and, and we hope it's best. Terrific. Thank you for your comments, Stephen. Thank you for coming. Are you also looking for a naming? Any other butters? Questions, comments, commissioners? Anything else? Regan? Okay. No, that's I guess we. Uh, unless anybody wants Mr. Houston to come, I think the only thing to do now that I have my ducks in a row is to continue. All right, then, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to continue the public hearing for. 1177 R Pleasant Street, parcel ID number 74-5, DEP file number 124-1317 to the September 14th, 2022 meeting. Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? 
Fortune Carries. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you sir. very much. Thank you. Why don't you stick around? It's nice and cool here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. Thank Part you. of the deal. Stay out of trouble. Our final public hearing, uh, Wetland North Intent 100 Energy Drive, Kent Property Owner LLC, Care of Capital Tall Partners LLC, Parcel ID 75 8, DEP 124 13 14. Continued a few times from June 8th, June 22nd, July 13th, and August 10th. Hello. Hello, members of the board. Thank you for your time. I'll try and keep it pretty brief, and I'm happy to dive back into any details of the project. My name is Zach Richards. I'm the site civil engineer on the project with Polar Engineering. Um, with me tonight, I have Tom Liddy, who's with Lucas Environmental, and uh, Christos K with uh, the Applicant uh, Capital Hall Partners. Um, as a reminder, this is a it's a redevelopment project where um, we're, we're putting. There's about a 32,000 square foot footprint building there today. We're proposing about a 69,000 square foot. Uh, lab GMP use that we're categorizing as light manufacturing. Um, we were in front of the commission back in the winter for an ANRAD um, and worked closely with uh, Regan to uh, you know to confirm the resource areas across the site, the delineations, and all that, um, which went through a little bit of a process there. But I think it was helpful in the long run. Um, so we have we have river riverfront area. There's a 200 foot riverfront area on site. Um, one of the highlights there is we're decreasing impervious area within the riverfront area. We're actually pulling it back and creating a little bit more of a buffer from the river. Um, there is uh, wetlands surrounding the site as well. I will note we're seeking relief for work within 30 feet of the wetland in the no-build area, but it's currently developed area. If you remember from the first hearing, it's 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 already disturbed and paved, and it's really. Uh, some minor grading modifications and repaving in that area. Um, a lot of great stormwater improvements. We're meeting, you know, all the state stormwater standards. Um, I think we needed one other uh, relief from the stormwater bylaw, which we worked with Tom Houston on, and he was in support of. And it's relative to the hundred-year storm having the inlet into the system above the hundred-year storm elevation, which, given the limited space on site. Um, and the, the, the system locations, you know, the hundred-year storm, it does uh, come up to that that inlet pipe, which isn't which isn't uncommon in a lot of design practice. Um, but I know that's a local uh, regulation, so wanted to point that out. Um, you know, to summarize, the peer review was resolved. I think it was an email uh, from Tom Newsted, and it's obviously not here tonight, but. Um, sent an email confirming that all the uh, comments uh, had been resolved and kind of believe was on board for those requested relief items. Um, and then um, Regan had some good comments too that, that we addressed, uh, which included replacing some riprap on some of the existing outlet uh, outfalls to be reused uh, and some modifications to some of the erosion controls. So um, I think that's most of what I wanted to highlight. Happy to pull up a plan if anyone needs a refresher on the site or dive into any of the details a little further. But thanks again for the time. Thank you, Mr. Richards. This was the one Tom Houston was at the hearing when we discussed it last time, and there was um, talk about them having to put in a sidewalk yes. back to Energy Drive. Is right. that loan building to the back? It uh, doesn't sound like they're requiring that, no. or we're at least moving forward with our permit without the sidewalk. Um, so it's just the redevelopment of a building which is moving further from the riverfront area and then in existing pavement where the rest of the board vegetated wetlands with improved redevelopment um, stormwater to the maximum extent practical. Seem to make more sense without the sidewalk. Put it in a long one. That was my, <laughs> I guess. my take yeah. on the situation. And, and but lightly used. Exactly. Um, so the only thing is, is that, um, that where we need to test it, one of the test pits is where the building currently is. So um, we conditioned for that test pit to be done um, during construction. One soil evaluation pit performed after the existing building is demolished. 
um, so that needs to be done, but they can't do the test kit where they've designed something because of the, because the building is currently there. Okay. Any questions, comments from the commissioners? Know more about yourself? No. Um, if this commission is inclined, you guys technically about it. We're yeah, Stephen Connolly, Lemon Carey Circle, member of the board of uh, So we are about our. Um, I don't know that much about the project, and we generally don't object to uh, development in the area. I guess kind of put up enough away from the valleys. That's right. It is, and, and we're going to work out. We have some issues to work out with some other areas, but um, nothing in the process. We'll pick up some new members. That's right. Thank you. Um, procedurally, when there's a variance submission, does that happen? Does that get voted on before the hearing is closed? Or do we close the hearing and then issue the variance? We did one earlier. Indeed. Yeah, first. It's up to you. You can close the hearing first. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if there's a right or a wrong way, but it seems like when there's a variance, we usually was still terrorists, we do the variance first. Also. Yeah, I don't know if that, if that was intentional. Uh, it's up to yeah, so I don't know, I'm you. Just, could, you could motion you to close the public hearing and then motion to issue the variance and motion to issue the order. Okay. I think right. as long as the motions are there. Oh, Mr. McDonald will surprise us with what order he decides to make his motions. I can uh, switch it for all the future. All right, then Mr. Chairman, I like him with the motion to close the public hearing the 100 Energy Drive parcel ID number 75-8, DEP file number 124-1314. Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? That motion carries. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to issue a variance for permanent work in the 30-foot no disturbed zone within existing disturbance areas only for the 100 uh, Energy Drive parcel ID number 75-8, DEP file number 124-1314. Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Anybody opposed? That motion carries. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to issue an order for conditions for 100 Energy Drive, parcel ID number 75-8, DEP file number 124-1314. Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? That motion counts. Thank you all set. Thank you all. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you all of you. Thank you. That is the end of the Thank public you. hearings portion of the program. Um, Request for certificates. Uh, first up, 114 Indian Lane Site, site Design Professionals LLC, Stormwater Management 176-18, Land Disturbance 276-18. This is partial ID 100-172. For the construction of a single family dwelling and a rooftop stormwater management systems. Um, yep, stormwater, Indian land estates, um, so they just needed the chambers, and Paul has signed off on it, and the inspection board is there, and the grass is growing. Right, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to issue a full, uh, issue full for certificates, of, certificates of compliance for 114 Indian Lane. Hostel ID number 100-172, stormwater permit file number 176-18, and land disturbance permit file number 27618. Uh, Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Uh, opposed? Motion carries. Uh, next up, same 6 Kings Road, Arthur F. Borden and Associates Inc., stormwater 039-11. Uh, parcel ID 31-4. This is for the construction of a thousand square foot addition and rooftop stormwater management system. This is an oldie from 2011. Um, and actually the design didn't require an inspection port. So there's no, um, there is an operations and, and maintenance uh, condition. So that's an ongoing condition, but um, the grass has grown in, it's been done for years. The, I can see that the um, 
downspouts go into the ground, but other than that, it's on Arthur Borden that they're in there and that, you know, and that I guess if they start to get clogged, they'll have to dig the whole unit up, but there was no inspection port on the roof plan. All right, then, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to issue full a certificate of compliance for Six Kings Road, parcel ID number 31-4, strong water permit file number 176-18. Second that motion. All in favor. Aye. Any opposed? Motion carries. Next up, 5 McKenzie Grove, Lot 1, McKenzie Grove, LLC. Stormwater Management 181.19, Land Disturbance 258-17. This is parcel IBU 66-181. Construction of a single dwelling, including grading utilities and stormwater management systems. Everything fixed? This one, yeah, this one we denied because the landscaper had smashed the top of the inspection port, so I made them dig it out and um, so the homeowner has fixed it, and so it's good to go. Okay. All right, then, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion to issue full for certificates of compliance for 5 McKendrick Grove, parcel ID number 66-181, stormwater permit file number 181-19, and land disturbance permit file, file number 258-17. Second that motion. All in favor. Uh, Any opposed? Carries. Any business, Miss Malani? No business this evening. No business. Can't think of anything. Can't think of anything else to talk about. Our next meeting is September 14. It is. We'll talk about business then. Yeah, Mr. The Chairman, I'd like to make a motion that we adjourn the meeting of the Canton Conservation Commission at 7:52. Uh, Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? We are adjourned. Thank you.